Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to us also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This week, we have lots of astrological goodies, the hottest celebrity news in Hollywood, and a fantastic Hollywood guest with us here today. We are recording from my home in the Hollywood Hills. Hello everyone, Sam Davidson here, entertainment news journalist, pop culture junkie, and aficionado of all things celebrities. I am so, so, so excited to be here for this week's episode, and we have a very, very, very special guest who I will introduce in a moment, but before we do so, I have exciting news for you guys. So we are going to be reading your reviews, which there's been a couple of, and we're so grateful, and we love them. So every week, we're going to pick a new review to read, and your review, if you choose, actually enters you in a monthly competition. And at the end of each month, we're going to randomly pick one person that wrote us a review for Kyle to give a mini reading to, which we will put on our Instagram. So stay tuned for that. But we have one review this week that we would love to share with you guys. And um, and like rating, reviewing, subscribing, it's always super helpful to us. And we really, really appreciate it every time you do that. So here is one that I really liked. Fully Entertaining by Budgetaholic. Huge fan and follower of Kyle's work in tarot and astrology and love hearing him digest and translate the stars. This show is full of nonstop laughs, amazingly inappropriate humor, and you can't listen to it without smirking. Not possible. Love. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. So you are officially entered into the competition for the end of the month for Kyle to give you a mini reading. So we're really excited to include you guys um, more in the show. But back to our guest of the week. We're super excited to have her and hoping she'll be an amazing new friend. Um, Madeline Rosine. She is an indie pop singer-songwriter based here in Los Angeles. And oddly enough, me and her grew up not too far from each other in Ohio. Um, She's a graduate of Hampshire College. And she writes really like uplifting, happy, funny songs, sometimes sad songs. But she just likes making things that make people feel a wide range of emotions within a few minutes. She's performed all over Los Angeles at venues like... The Hotel Cafe, Los Globos, The Viper Room, The Other Door, so many more. And she's currently working on her debut album, Raised on Porn, which I'm really excited to hear more about. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So tell us a little bit about, so we usually use the first couple minutes just chatting with you um, about how you really got your career started here in Los Angeles and what drove you to create this kind of music. Sure. So um, I moved up to L.A. about two and a half years ago, but I actually came out here to write for a magazine and edit a magazine, a fashion and travel lifestyle magazine. Cool. Um, So I was their senior editor, um, and I still work for them. Um, But the whole time, you know, my life just goes back to music, and I've been writing music since the seventh grade and playing guitar since the fifth grade. Um, So I would perform for friends and show people um, my music and what I was writing and they'd be like, you're crazy, you need to be doing this, like, get out. Um, So I, you know, signed with a talent agency and I started booking gigs and, um, you know, in high school and middle school I was recording and performing back then. Um, I don't know if you know any of the venues in Cleveland, like Peabody's. Oh yeah, I do. It's closed now, but I was a frequenter of Peabody's uh, in middle school. (laughs) There were some cool music venues in Cleveland there back really, in the day. Yeah, there were. I don't know what the scene is like now. Um, you know, the Grog Shop and stuff that played there. Oh, God, memories. Uh, right? Fake ID. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I just I signed with an agency. I started performing live, and um, then 
I started, you know, making more connections to start recording and laying down all, all the original songs I was writing out here. And I have to say, I'm really inspired in LA. There's no other place on earth that I'm as inspired to write music. And I think a lot of it has to do with the crazy personalities that are out here because I write a lot about other people. And um, yeah, it's, I was just listening last night actually to Post Malone's new album, mm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's so much about Hollywood and Los Angeles. And you can tell he's so inspired literally just by the streets of Hollywood and the darkness that's around it and yes. the light. So, um, yes. My friend was just on a shoot with him. I think he was assisting or something. And he said he's so down to earth, such a nice guy. He takes his like Bud Light breaks. <laughs> you know, like he's, yeah. I think he's sponsored by them or something. He's like, wait, I gotta take my Bud Light break or something like that. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's so sort of fun though. Is he like, you know, just probably drinking a bunch of Bud Light on stage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, not sponsored by Post Malone, but you're always welcome on this show. I love your new album. Well, we are so excited to have you here to give you a reading later and to also just, you know, hear your take on some of these stories, which, you know, some you may know more about than others, but it's always good to gossip a little, share share the story and see what everyone has to say. But before we get there, we, of course, have our weekly astrological forecast from Kyle. Absolutely. This week, we are experiencing a glorious bit of harmony, which began last week at the new moon on August 30th. The plants are being linked, representing opportunities, ease, and breakthroughs. What? Yes. I guess just what happened to you, and this is what I told you. Yeah, I just, uh, for those listening, I just had a very good phone call with my boss, and this week I've basically been crying because I didn't think I was getting a raise, and I thought I was possibly getting fired, but today I got a raise, and it doesn't look like I'm going anywhere anytime soon, knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, I literally predicted it, like we've gone into her cards and into her stars, and I'm like, bitch, you're fine. It's <laughs> happening, it, it, like, it's coming, and... And she's like having meltdowns, and I'm just like, okay, all right, just have well, some wine. I'll just let her do it. Just have some wine. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm even getting a lot of breakthroughs too, so, and they're breaking through. So, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Anyways, uh, with planets and earth signs, which are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, we will all receive benefits regarding manifestation, materialization, and culmination of our desires. We are finally seeing a harvest come into our lives something we have hoped for a great deal. For each zodiac sign, there are many different areas being activated, but no matter who you are, you are seeing a doorway opening to tangible and long-lasting results. New beginnings and opportunities are also highly likely at this time. The earth signs often represent money, work, and achievement. Taurus represents the body and the physical world, as well as the physical aspects of love, beauty, art, and pleasure. Taurus is a sensual sign, one that loves food, sex, and grounding our emotions in a physical way. And this is why I'm all about that. I mean, I'm a very strong Taurus energy. <laughs> food uh, and sex, who doesn't love Food and sex, food and sex, food and sex. Throw in some wine, yes. God, I wish uh, I give me money, be... money, money too. Yes. A meme of you doing that. Food and sex, food and sex, food and sex. <laughs> oh man, that, that could be about it. Uh, Virgo represents honing in on the details of our lives and routine, as well as health, fitness, and day-to-day -day rituals. We require steady effort to receive the bounty of the harvest. Capricorn represents achievement, the attainment of our goals, and the manifestation from hard work over a long period of time. What Taurus begins, Virgo cultivates, and Capricorn brings full circle. The planets we are seeing activated at this time and will also be present at the full moon on September 13th are the following. The sun is currently in Virgo and was in the exact same place in the sky as Mercury ruling the mind and communication Venus, ruling love, money, and relationships, as well as Mars, ruling drive, power, and sex. These energies were all in Virgo, grounded in the day-to-day -day life that we live. Across the sky, we had Uranus and Taurus sending celebratory news, surprises and breakthroughs, over to this party in Virgo, <laughs> meaning we need to be on our toes because we may receive opportunities when we least expect it. We must be able to seize the day, though, uh, in order to do that. Then, to finalize the entire circle, we have Saturn in Capricorn bringing us stability, longevity, and strength to our desires. This is why if anyone finds, commits, or falls in love with anyone this week, but like also this month, it holds long-lasting potential. That's the kind of love that people want, you know, the, the marriage that people pray for. 
And that's why I'm so excited for all of us, because I can see it beginning for all of us. And, you know, it's, it's tangible, it's here, it's coming to life, and we deserve it. Amazing. Yeah, I'm so Love happy. I'm so, I mean, like, I know, I'm just, like, so happy for you, though. Oh, thank you. I know. Yeah. It was, it's been a weird week, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Yay! Yeah. So, I'm excited for all of us. I'm excited for you guys listening. Hopefully, this will be a good week for you, too. And, honestly, um, we'd love to hear from you, too. Like, shout out to us on Instagram if you guys are, like, having thoughts, feelings, actions that are aligning with all the stuff that Kyle's saying for this week. And this month is so good, you guys. So, really, you know... Take, take chances and, and put yourself out there and you, the, the universe wants to reward you at this point in time. And I'm seeing, you know, for instance, so I, so like one example that I'll bring right now is so, you know, I, I've been on the, the hunt for the right publisher and I, I literally have eight books in development right now and I got contacted by one yesterday being like, we want to look at all the pitches immediately. And that's why, you know, so I'm like, hell yeah, you yes. know. And then also, you know, Sam and I are developing some really exciting stuff. Things are happening there. And then also, you know, I'm, you know, an emotional, uh, romantic sense. You know, I'm, I'm really finding, you know, amazing, amazing uh, romance coming to life right now. And it's very, it's wonderful because it's been so long and... I, and I, dating in LA is a nightmare. I know. But I'm sorry, not if know. you're a gay man. They have the pick <laughs> of the litter. That's not true, though. I you, mean, I, you guys all just like have so many options. I feel. I've all heard the time. mixed things from gay guys. Yeah, about that. I, I don't know. I'm jealous. Gay guys are awful, though. No, I'm not, I don't want to like put that out there in the universe. But think about it in this way: it's that the vast majority of gay men, you know, you can download a, a, a grinder or scruff or some bullshit on your phone or even like hit up on tinder even though it's like not explicitly a, a hookup app and you can find you know you can find dick i don't know you know like across the street if you wanted or something yeah and it's that's never never been interesting to me you know i have no i i don't feel validated in any any way because sex for me is emotional and you know so if i if i really like someone and i feel them then i want to bang all the time but like, but it, for real, you know, like I literally can't like, it just feels gross and I feel dirty and it's that, you know, I, but there's gross. so many people in LA who have the opposite oh, totally. feeling about that. And that's why I'm like, Sam and I talk about this all the time. Like I'm not the stereotypical gay man yeah. at all in those respects. And that's why right now, you know, I mean, guys are like coming up to me like, I'll be at like the grocery store or, you know, yeah, I'll be out with friends at the bar or something. And they're like, I actually had a guy a couple weeks ago that came up to me and he was like, I need to know you. And I was in a date with somebody else. Oh, my God. And I was like, wait, excuse me? And he's like, no, I just, I need to know you. Whoa. Yeah. So aggressive. And then this, I mean, it's not like a line. It sounds like, No. <laughs> and he, but he's like, he's charming and he's wonderful, you know. And, and I had sex with him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even a point of it right now. And then this other guy, he, uh, we matched on Tinder. And he, I mean, I didn't say anything. And I've just been so busy. And then he sent me this, like, long paragraph. And he was like, I know who you are. I followed you, you know, online for like literally two years now, and I've seen you out in WeHo, you know, several times. And every single time I see you, I've always thought that, like, damn, I hope I go out with him someday. Is this the one I met? Yeah, and he came to our pool last week, and he was very lovely. uh, Yeah, and he and I was like, wait, what? And he, but you know, it's just like being treated really well, and like. From men, not little, you know, man children. Like, well, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I actually have a song called "Don't Trust Guys in LA." Well, it's called "Guys in LA," but the hook is "Don't Trust Guys in LA." I love it. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. No, I, I need to hear it. Need yeah, to hear ghosting it. is second nature to them. Yes. So that's a big part of it. Well, we have some interesting stories that kind of tie into some of what we're talking about. Some. Interesting new romances that, you know, probably won't last, but let's talk about them. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio, the e-news of astrology. We have three fantastic, interesting stories this week, followed by a celeb WTF, and then, of course, our game, Bang, Mary Kill. 
Our first story is about Pete Davidson. He always has something going on. Like, he has been so much on people's radar in the past year than he has ever. Before, he was just, like, a small player on SNL, and no one really knew who he was unless you were really big in the stand-up community. But now he's just been dating some of the hottest actresses in Hollywood and, of course, singers. Um, He now has a new girlfriend that he stepped out with, and her name is Margaret Qualey. Um, I didn't know who she was at first, but she's actually in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Loved her in that. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of remember her because I watched a little bit of the show The Leftovers, and she was in that. She's actually Andy McDowell's daughter, who basically used to be America's sweetheart like back in the day. She's in her 60s now. Um, but he's made their relationship very public. They were in Venice, Italy for the Venice Film Festival. Um, last week and apparently they've been dating for a few months but this is when they made their red carpet debut and you know things seem to be going really well for him in that sector however he also he's always kind of having these breakdowns um he was doing a stand-up show in uh, at the university of central florida a couple weeks ago and you can find the video online it went viral um he goes like psycho on the entire audience because some kids were on their phones and he called the entire audience privileged little assholes um and used the r word um to yeah to all of the and then people were laughing and at first they thought it was a joke (laughs) they thought it was a joke yeah we don't use the r word here but if you you know you know what it is yeah, and and like people that are they're still taping it is the funny part. Like their phones are clearly still out because there's videos of it on the internet. So he's just like very high highs, very low lows, and I know that he's talked about um, like mental health struggles before. I mean, a lot like when Ariana Grande broke up with him, he was basically on suicide watch, and so now you know I'm glad he has this other woman who seems to have an also interesting taste in men. They're around the same age, maybe a year or two apart, but before this, she was dating a director that was 18 years older than her, and, you know, she's very young, so that's, like, a pretty big age difference, but I was interested to see if this is a coupling, you know, that is a positive thing that's going to last, if it's just another flash in the pan, who his true love was. Was it Ariana Grande? Was it Kate Beckinsale? Is it Margaret? Is it somebody else? Mm -hmm. Do we care? Maybe he should be nicer to people. I don't know. For sure. So Pete Davidson is a Scorpio sun with a Capricorn moon. Margaret Qualey is a Scorpio sun, Sagittarius rising, and Gemini moon. The connection between two Scorpio is always a very passionate and intense one because their emotions run extremely deep and both have a strong need for intense sexual union. This can definitely be a fatal attraction at times, but the good thing about this union is that both hold a great deal of possessiveness, obsessive tendencies, and demand extreme relationships. This would definitely be one of those, one of the most significant all-or-nothing relationships in the Zodiac. While yes, this can be a fantastic match, the two may eventually become bored with each other on one end or may end up going to war with each other on the other. Scorpio are known for their vindictive streaks and often have great difficulty communicating their emotions, even though their emotions run as deep as the ocean and burn as brightly as an inferno. When you have two people out for blood and not communicating, this can lead to a constant battle, and Scorpio, do not ever forgive and forget. However, while we do not know Pete Davidson's rising sign, we do know that Margaret Qualey is a Sagittarius rising, and she is in the biggest new chapter for the coming 12 years. Jupiter is gifting her with significant luck and opportunity, and the fact that they've connected and are, are official now, it means there's luck infused into her coming chapter. And as I've mentioned before, when Jupiter is in your sun sign or rising sign, people often say that it is the most lucky time you will find a soulmate, get engaged, or get married. For Sagittarius sun or rising, this is their fortunate year. And for Capricorn sun or rising, a lot of that will happen in 2020. As for Pete's compatibility with some of his past loves, we can take a dive. Ariana Grande is a Cancer Sun with Capricorn Rising. Cancer Sun and Scorpio Sun are very compatible and aligned. This is a great match. Cancer helps ease the Scorpio's fire, and the two intrinsically trust each other. Cancer is far more sensitive than Scorpio, and they're both rather needy, so they'll align in meeting each other's needs. 
Cancer will also want to coddle Scorpio at times, and this works when Scorpio is all fired up about something and needs to be soothed. About kids on their cell phones. Totally, right? (laughs) Whereas Scorpio will enjoy being able to challenge and motivate Cancer when they are so lost in their feels. I actually think that they had a really great connection while it lasted, but it's likely that their intense emotions caused them to shatter. Next, we have Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale is a Leo sun with a Gemini moon. This is not a match you'd think is going to be easy, but it will surely be hot and passionate. Both signs are very demanding, and as long as they're working in tandem, they'll be sure to enjoy it. Guaranteed their sex life was very wild, and both signs demand loyalty and intense relationships. However, I feel like Kate actually lost interest more over time, because if you constantly have Scorpio fire and water with a hot and cold personality dragging your own light, it can just feel like you're taking care of someone, And as much as Scorpio act like they're not needy, they're actually one of the neediest signs in the Zodiac. The connection between these two clearly just fizzled out. Huh. Wow. That's very interesting. You're so good at just dissecting these relationships. (laughs) Did you like that? I mean, it's amazing. I wish you could do it with me and my boyfriend. I mean, I could. We can. (laughs) It's funny because last night, um, so I have several client readings today, and I'm so excited to to, to go into it. I do go go into compatibility. And, you know, every, every sign can work with every sign, but there's different ways of how you connect and it, like literally there's certain people that are like and I've talked about this with Sam like I've had people that I've dated and I'm like how are we not married right now because like we're like completely perfectly aligned and even you know sometimes when things are so perfect people things you know they're just either they're scared or they don't you know or they don't believe it yeah to- oh yeah that's I think that's a big part of it too you know but that just because that may be there written in the stars Everyone has free choice, and you have to, you know, be vulnerable and open to that, that the beauty and, and that connection in order for it to really grow into something more. So, yeah, yeah. And, you, and also when you have the worst possible compatibility, you can fight for it and you can work hard to make it uh, lasting. You know, yeah, so true. So, but then look what happened to Liam and Miley. They weren't compatible, and now... Bitch, I called that like 10 years ago. You did. You did call it. And I'm like, no, they're soul lovers. They're like, not. they're meant to... Oh, wait, did... Oh, I didn't tell you about it. Oh, my, um... So, <laughs> uh... I don't... So, Faith Lynn. Yes? Yeah. She is was in her, uh, Miley's new video. She was? Yeah. That's so cool. And... <laughs> Faith Lynn <laughs> is our neighbor. She's a beautiful she's, model. Oh, yeah. she's so sweet. I love her. I love her. She's an Aries, and she, and she, like, listens and everything. Hello, Faith Lynn. Um... And so we went out last weekend, and she was talking about how Miley was on set with her girlfriend, and they were, like, packing on the PDA in front of everyone, and there were all these hot girls just everywhere. Including and, Faith Lynn, that makes sense. Yeah. She was cast. And Miley was, like, hardcore, like, playing with Faith Lynn's, like, thong or something. <laughs> like... <laughs> wow. Yeah, right? I know. And, and she was, like getting kind of wild and I'm like wow sounds like a Sagittarius you know like (laughs) and I love Sag I do I do love Sag but I just think that's so funny like the world is just so small and I mean granted we I mean we're we do live in Hollywood yeah you know yeah I feel like there's always a celebrity story for someone like personally like a personal celebrity story for everything oh yeah well it's definitely been expanding certainly for I feel like I mean Sam you've always been like in that because you're a celebrity journalist you know, it's but, my job to get the tea. Yeah, you know, but with me, it was like, I I am a filmmaker still. I still write. I still, you know, I'm directing some stuff. I have other things going on. But my main career now is, is as a pop culture astrologer. So, but now that we're like really being, you know, in the rising pretty quickly in the celebrity world, it's like, literally, I mean, it's just, it's weird. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I did bump into Katy Perry the other day. Yeah, I did. You know, like stuff like that. Like, yeah. what is my life now? You know, it's just I so know. crazy. It's crazy. Well, here, our next story is another, this is an interesting coupling. Um, did you see Euphoria? Have you watched that? I haven't. It's, sorry. No, don't be sorry. Kyle hasn't watched it yet either, but like a lot of the world has. Um, and it we starts- should just watch it. I know. I'll watch it. I would love to watch it again. Um, it's really, really good. It's really dark. Um, Zendaya is the star of it. Like, 
She's just been on fire the past I couple of years. I did see Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I went in ready to, like, not like it. I know that sounds like I have a bad attitude. Yeah. Because I do. No. <laughs> but I just love Tobey Maguire, and I love Kirsten Dunst. So, like, I was, like, the new you yeah know, hardcore them. But, like, this actually made more sense because they actually looked like they were in high school or could be. Because they know? are actually that young. Yeah. <laughs> and so Euphoria is about high school students, and it is about, like, this toxic world that these kids live in uh, these days with drugs and sex and how social media really affects that. Um, So she stars in that as well as this guy named Jacob Elordi and he was in a movie on Netflix called The Kissing Booth about a year and a half ago that was like this weird little sensation. They're making a sequel um, and he actually dated his co-star for a while, Joey King, in it, who is nominated for an Emmy, I believe. She was in the um, the act on Hulu, which is the story of Gypsy Rose. But So those two dated for a while. Jacob Elordi is one of the hottest guys I've ever seen on television. <laughs> I think he started off as a model, but he is gorgeous. So on the show Euphoria, Zendaya's character and Jacob's character really hate each other. It's not like they have some on-screen love, but they're both so attractive that in real life, it seems like they've been dating. Um, They were just spotted together in Greece this past week, and they have been like sharing photos of their Greek vacation. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, dudes, we see you're in the same place, just not together in the photo. And I mean, if they really are together, like this couple could be one of the biggest like young Hollywood loves in a long time. And they are both so beautiful and there's so many fans of this show and of both of them. So I wanted to check in with Kyle to see like, mm-hmm. are they compatible at all? He is really hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. She's so pretty too. Yeah. She's so naturally beautiful. Totally. So, all right. Zendaya is a Virgo sun, Aquarius rising with a Taurus moon. Jacob Elordi is a Cancer sun with a Pisces moon. This is a sweet connection between them because we can see offhand there's a lot of earth and water synergy going on between them. Zendaya as a Virgo and Jacob as a Cancer both crave similar things. They're actually very domestic and both have very maternal energies. They value consistency and are very sensitive. It takes a while for both of them to open up, but because they value long-term relationships and can be a bit guarded, they know that they're both in it for the long haul. They clearly see an alignment in their professional goals, which will be extremely important, but it can feel like they are able to have fun but also remain grounded. Jacob will love Zendaya's strength and, and she will enjoy his vulnerability, but the fact that they can both take the lead, soothe, and communicate, they'll just enjoy it more and more and more as they get to know each other, which is clear. You can see that, like, you know, growing there. Which is... And she was on her, actually, birthday vacation trip, and so she took him as her date. That's so cute, yeah. I know. However, the thing that I am loving the most for them is that in their natal, which is their birth chart, uh, Venus is in the exact same place in the sky. Oh. When you have your Venus in a favorable connection to your partner's Venus, there's a perfect flow between them when it comes to affection, intimacy, and love. They will also have similar tastes in lifestyle, luxury, and beauty, and it'll be especially aligned. However, the thing that brings more magnetism to this connection is that Zendaya's birth, Mars, is also in the exact same place here too. This means that their physical and sexual needs are in total alignment as well. With Venus and Mars being the classical star-crossed lovers in astrology, the fact that they're aligned here means that they hold pure chemistry and it'll grow grow to become more passionate and beautiful the more time that they spend together. So she won't need to rewrite the stars, The Greatest Showman. Remember that song? Oh yeah, totally. It's the best song in the movie. That's one she sang. I love that. Have you ever seen that movie before? You have to see it as a singer. Like, okay. it's amazing. Yeah. I'll... We'll kidnap you. You can come over, and uh, we can all watch it together because I own it. Okay. She was literally so. Sam always had. I mean, because you you digest so much content, and <laughs> I, I I I do, but like I don't know. I mean, it's one of those. It's it's so silly, but like I won't usually sit down to like watch a show unless I'm doing it with like a bestie or a boyfriend, and we just like 
power through it. And the thing about what if I, when I do that with a boyfriend, we're probably having sex in between. So like, of course my attention span can like, you know, kick in and out. <laughs> you know, hey. I just uh, feel like I have really nerdy taste in media. Like right now I'm watching Mindhunter. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. It's so intense. And like, I've been watching it like way too late at night. And then I'm like, how am I going to go to sleep after this? Yeah, I haven't seen the second season yet, um, but people are loving that show. And it is so good. Scary. Yes. Well, but no, so what, but yeah, so like Sam, like literally, like she like will kidnap and like make you watch the shit, and it was like actually really good. Like <laughs> it's I did true. <laughs> I say that to people all the time. Like I'll kidnap you and I'll show you. <laughs> Creepy. Um, next story we have is like a little bit of a sadder note. So we brought up Ariana Grande earlier with the Pete Davidson story. Um, I mean, this girl has gone through so much in the past few years. I mean, the Manchester thing alone, I think, really oh, spiraled. God. I mean, and how could it How could it not? Um, but she's been, and I don't understand why her people have been letting her push herself so hard. Like, girl needs a break. Yes. She needs to be out of the spotlight. But right now, she's been on the road with her sweetener tour since March of 2018, and it's been an insanely grueling schedule, traveling all over the world, and she's on the European leg right now. And she usually, you know, is really likes to interact with her fans, have meet and greets. Like she's one of those celebrities that I I feel as though she can be really lonely, but then say, "But I have my fans," you know. Does she have cancer in her chart? Did you say? Ariana. She, yeah, she's a cancer son. See, like that would make me think like she really needed to retreat once in a while. She does. You know? and, and she's a Capricorn sun or Capricorn rising too. And so she's not. Um and there's been, you know, random things like, oh, Ariana's not doing well. She's you know, she has an amazing voice. Like she could literally belt mm-hmm. out a tune anytime, anywhere, but um over this past week she had to cancel a meet and greet in Belgium after revealing that her depression has returned, causing her to have panic attacks. And she told fans this on an Instagram story about these issues that she's been having and how she really just needed to save her energy and mental health and strength for her shows. And her tour is so grueling. It's going through October 16th, and she'll be in London then. Then she heads back to the States for another leg of her U.S. tour, beginning November 9th, going through December 22nd. And, I mean, she's just been on the road since March, and I don't understand how her people, after everything she's been through, are, like, okay with this because it's only natural for her to be so stressed out. So what's going on with her astrologically? I mean, money, though. That's why they're making her do it. I mean, obviously, but you they know, can't... when you're building... When you have an empire, I mean, look at Britney Spears. You know, look at anyone with that kind of power is that, yes, they do have a lot of power, but also when you're feeding... All of those families, all of the, you know, yeah, they're going to push you. Well, they're supposed know? to care about her. I mean, like, as an artist yourself, what what are your thoughts on these artists that really push through until the point of exhaustion and something worse, possibly? Well, mental health has to come first. And, yeah, I mean, I, the money is obviously, like, the main driving factor for her team. But, you know... With that said, you know, if she can't, if she pushes herself too hard and then she can't, you know, yeah, it's, go forward. They're not thinking of the point, long game. Then, yeah, it's a long-term game. Exactly. Um, you know, I feel like I, I push myself really hard all the time because, you know, it's a struggle to, you know, try to get your break and everything. And, um, but I, you know, I try to find that balance, but, you know, I'm a Libra. So, like, I'm always trying to find that work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's maybe easier for me than other people who are a little more extreme, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Um, but really hope that she can take a nice fake. I, I have a feeling she's going to cancel some leg of her tour, and I, I think that she should. But what what's going on with her, Kyle? Ariana Grande is a cancer sun with a Capricorn rising. The fact that she has been exper- experiencing eclipses in her sign since 2018, and they began to rain down on her ascendant this year, too, Her whole life is karmically and intensely changing, and rapidly. She's being shifted on her life's direction, and as one of, you know, as she's one of the biggest stars on Earth, she's experiencing significant growth in the public eye. This would be tough even if you aren't a superstar. I mean, think of all of the the Cancers and Capricorns that are going through all of this right now. I was hanging out with one of my uh, producers from 365 Days of Love Letters yesterday because we're working on some stuff with that. And uh, she's a cancer, and she's going through this 
uh, traumatic divorce and she's, you know, been going through it for a while and, but things are really moving forward. And then another thing that's really sad is, I mean, cancers and Capricorns, they they are breaking up a ton right now and it's going to continue until they find the right person. And, uh, one of my best friends, uh, from grade school, she's a cancer and unfortunately she's been having, you know, a lot of partnership issues and they just decided that they're going to be taking a break and they've been married for or been together for 11 years it's just so you know but all those both signs are having it and she has both of them as significant pieces in her chart so yeah that's there uh let's go and back into it though so uh yes she's going through major beginnings and endings in her own identity but also in relation to partnerships and business and love next year will be even bigger for her in her life's journey i'm expecting some extremely significant partnership energy happening for her in 2020 as well However, the reason this is all bubbling up with her anxiety, depression, and stress now in August and September 2019 is because she is experiencing her Mars return. This is when Mars is in the sky now. Uh, This is when Mars in the sky now is going over the exact place in the sky where it was when she was born. Mars returns take place once every two years, roughly, and can cause new beginnings to be launched. They can be passionate and exciting, but there's always a massive abundance of energy and firepower going on. This also is the time when anything that is explosive will boil over and erupt in a potentially painful or violent way. Think of Mars as like a firecracker, okay? So if there's gasoline that it runs over, it'll explode. Another example is that imagine you have a pimple and that it needs to erupt, but it just hasn't yet. When Mars runs over it, it's going to burst. Ooh. I know, that's not the most beautiful example in the world, but it is literally happening to her depression and her anxiety. Her depression and her anxiety is that temple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually do think she's going to be in a fine place going forward as long as she stops having to go, go, go forever. This is a burnout that is happening, not a mental breakdown. However, if we do not rest, that can exacerbate anxiety and it could affect her health even more significantly. Yet, as I mentioned, with Jupiter moving into her ascendant next year, she's doing some much-needed healing now, and things will flourish and improve. I also kind of think that she's going to be great. You mentioned that the other day. Yeah. Oh, that's a big prediction. Yeah, I I'm know. pretty sure she is, but whether or not it's actually going to be public. I feel I like mean, that could either be the best thing or worst thing for her. I I don't think she's going to keep it. Oh, that's very sad. It, but, uh, I mean... It, with she's still so young her her career is really going to be you know continuing to launch and go forward and the thing i mean uh, not to get too political but i think the the choice to have a child if you want to have it at that point in time yeah. is entirely a powerful decision and i have known tons of women that have been so happy that they made that choice and then you know when they were ready you know kept that one and then other times you know some regret it but they also regret it because they felt like they were forced to do it by parents or something you know so as long as it's her choice whatever that be especially with jupiter gonna be in her sign she'll be happy either way yeah okay well i love her i wish her the best yeah no hate at all Mm -hmm. and yeah i just like just hope that she's gonna be okay because i i couldn't imagine she's just everything she's been through like jesus there's has to be a movie one day Seriously, God, yeah. it's crazy. When uh, when do you think Britney's will be? Oh well, Britney. There's gonna be a Britney. We didn't. Come on. We don't have her story this week, but there's some serious stuff happening with Britney right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could probably save it for next week, but and then she just got on Instagram. Long story short, her kids were basically taken away, and she posted some weird video on Instagram of like, "Do you like my hair?" And she looks real messed up and. Her face is just like, and it's weird. It's like, why would you post that with all this terrible stuff going on in your life? Anyways, it's for a different week. Um, but yes, the Britney movie and the Lifetime one does not count. That was terrible. Just don't watch it. I can't it. even imagine what yeah, that must have been you like. you can't imagine. Um, our celeb WTF of the week, I really love um, because, so it's Kirsten Dunst and her um, fiance slash partner, Jesse Plemons. So these two actors met in 2015 on the set of the second season of Fargo. And Jesse was a fan of Kirsten's, like, of course, you know, she's been such a huge acting icon for years. Um, But their relationship, their romance didn't spark for another year. 
Um, later, it was a month after Kirsten and Garrett Hedlund ended their four-year relationship. So when you look at Jesse, and then when you look at Garrett Hedlund, like Garrett Hedlund is a sexy model looking man. Jesse Plemons like is just a very kind of like nerdy average looking guy. He's an amazing actor. Um, but so she went from Garrett to Jesse, which I love. Um, Kirsten and Jesse were photographed kissing in May of 2016. And then he proposed in January of 2017. Um, and then December of 2017, the pair announced that they were expecting a child and she gave birth in May of 2018. Um, so before getting involved with Jesse, she was planning on potentially freezing her eggs. You know, she's in her late thirties right now. Um, and she met him and this just kind of magic happened and they fell in love, like in a unsuspecting place. She was able to just like pop out a baby. And, um, some people think they maybe are secretly married just because publicly they refer to each other as husband and wife, but they're like, no, no, we're not. We're just partners in life. And like, whenever we do get married, it's just going to be probably at our house, super chill. They just seem like they really ground each other. I think more specifically, he probably really grounds her. Um, and I think they're really adorable. They're both extremely talented um, actors. He was on Breaking Bad, Fargo. He was in one of the episodes of Black Mirror that um, either was nominated for an Emmy or won the Emmy uh, last year. So it's a really interesting pairing, and Kyle was telling me a little bit about it the other day, and it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Kirsten Dunst is a Leo rising, Taurus sun, and a Leo moon. Jesse Plemons is an Aries sun with Libra moon. <clears throat> On first look, this connection between the two doesn't make initial sense. While we don't have Jesse's rising sign, I can see that his Aries sun is aligned well with her rising sign in Leo and her Leo moon. <laughs> this means you okay that, up there? <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this means that he is very drawn to how she presents herself, her identity, and the mask she shows the world. There's a natural ease and enjoyment between the two because of this. Also, there's a sweet connection between their rapport emotionally as well, because her rising sign and moon sign are also in alignment with his moon. Across the board, they intuitively like each other a great deal, even though normally you would think that an Aries and a Taurus may not be the longest lasting relationship in the book. Aries is a fire sign and can be a bit more impulsive than the slower moving earth sign of Taurus. However, the next thing I will note about them is that his Venus is at 29 degrees Taurus, whereas her Venus is at 25 degrees Pisces. This is considered a harmonic influence to them, particularly in their relationship and rapport. This means that the partners have similar tastes and likings and therefore are able to please each other rather well. They often share hobbies and similar values which connect them. Her ideas of love are, are also close to his heart, a fact that often leads to harmony and comfort in the relationship. Emotions between these two are flowing smoothly and without any complication. All in all, Jesse and Kristen are truly a sweet and sensible couple. I love them. My grandparents were Aries and Taurus, actually. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, I would never expect that coupling. It, they, I mean, my my grandparents, they're like, I've always aspired to be like them. Like, they, they got married, and they had, you know, five kids, and they were just so passionately in love for their entire lives. And... Like, there would be times where, like, Grandpa was, like, not the most... Like, he wouldn't really cry. He was like, a man, you know? Um, <laughs> Wait, is he, was he the Taurus? He was the Aries. Oh, he was the Aries. And my grandma was the, the very needy Taurus. And <laughs> he would just... He was he was the leader, and he was, you know, he would... He was the man that took care of the family, and... But he would... Any time that he would, you know... Because they, they, I, I watched them twice, I believe. They renewed their vows... Not because there was any like difficulty or anything, but they just wanted to. They do love that. each other so much. And they did it twice, at, like in my lifetime, <laughs> and at both times, like my grandpa was just weeping. Like everyone in the room was weeping, and like even my uncles were oh, that were like whose not. Whose parents <clears throat> was it? Your mom or dad? my mom? Yeah. So of course, you know. Your mom is and, so sweet. Yeah, and like literally, we were all just standing there, just like just watching it, weeping, and everyone's holding hands, and just. Like, <laughs> thing ever and like but that kind of love like that's what I want I want to be with someone that I just like cannot 
like stop loving and I, like no matter what because they weren't perfect in every way but they worked for it and like I want someone to love me like that and like that's just so Don't like we all no I but it's just this book but it's real about, like yeah about uh, you know working for love yeah, yeah totally it's called the art of loving it's by mm. Eric Fromm it's a very oh. like philosophically based book but you know it talks about how you know people think about falling in love and you know falling in love is one thing but keeping that love is another thing and how much of a skill it really is. Totally. To, yeah. to, to love someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. But I just like love that I had them as a role model because it's... Yes, That's you're so lucky. So sweet. <sighs> Do you want to, Okay, just funny side story. So um, my grandparents on my dad's side, like we all knew that it wasn't super healthy relationship. Like he cheated on her, but my grandma was like a goddess queen and she passed you know when I was born and so my grandpa didn't pass till I was like 16 so he was very sad afterwards but my mom recently found this box of letters that he wrote her that she kept when he was in the navy and it's like you know notebook shit that's what you think oh, at least wow. so oh you know 1942 you know dear Fran and my mom didn't even like read them she just goes oh how romantic I read them and they were not romantic <laughs> They were very rude. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's a box of them, and he'll just be like, but yes, I love you. You know, Al. And But it was, like, oh, very God. controlling, and I was like, wow, this is not what I thought it was. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, but my other grandparents, like, were obsessed with each other. So it just, you know, just depends. Yeah, totally. And this, thank God it's 2019, because back then, I think there was a lot of patriarchy, matriarch, yeah. like, it just wasn't right. Well, and I also think that, you know, looking at things now, you know, obviously romance and the way that we express ourselves is very different now, especially with social media and texting and, and, and how that's really evolved our society. But in, in looking back to then and whether they felt comfortable, you know, showing that vulnerability, but I mean, granted, I'm just like in like total love mode, but there's like romances like it, it it can be here you know and I feel like that's one of the things is you know if you want that you have to work for that and that's why like you know anyone that I've been like that's asking asking me out I'm like no you can't fuck me because <laughs> you need I want to you know you have to know me and I want to know you and it's like building you know you have to build romance as well yeah you, you know yeah the same way you build trust exactly absolutely well on that note i'd love to get into our special guest's mm -hmm. reading to see what she has going on in all those facets of her life all right i'm gonna read you let's do it <laughs> uh okay madeline is a libra sun with a taurus rising these are both very powerful energies for you the main thing i want to highlight currently are the two eclipse cycles you are in eclipses are destiny and they shape our path and push us forward rapidly Last July 2018, you began eclipse cycles in your career and have been seeing your timeline and, uh, and launch higher, uh, you know, it's been speeding up rapidly. Oh my God, that's so true. You're, you've likely had significant breakthroughs beginning for you, especially because the next eclipse that occurred in this career sector was the beginning of this July as well. Next year, you have two more major eclipses in your career sector, one being a major culmination, ending or transformation in January, and another exciting opening next June. So keep your eyes like peeled for that. Okay. Big, big things are coming. I'm wow. so excited for you. Also, you're having eclipses this year in your, your family, home, and domestic sector and have likely been doing a lot of assessment of where you are, where you're going, and how stable your life and relationships are. Next year, Jupiter, planet of luck, goes into your domestic sector. So then things should really stabilize next year and you'll see yourself feel more secure and stable in your emotions as well. Fabulous. I need that. <laughs> totally, totally. The The big news I have to note for you is that Uranus, planet of transformation, is in your ascendant and will be there for another several years. Your entire life is shifting rapidly and you are seeing radical changes and expansion happening. You're probably shaking off major patterns or relationships that aren't serving you mm -hmm. or, or even branching off into new ways that you never saw coming before. If you hold on and try to control it, It'll just cause you chaos. Uh, also, <clears throat> exciting news. Everyone with a Taurus sun or Taurus rising have a possibility of becoming some of the most famous people in the world for their exotic, eccentric, and revolutionary ways over the next seven years. 
So the stars are looking really great for you. Okay, I'm super into this. So That's you're, badass, right? you're yeah. a Libra? She's a Libra, right? But she's a Taurus rising, and she's an early Taurus rising, so that's why it's already begun. And for instance, for me, I'm a Taurus. That's why it's already begun for me, too. And is my second one Libra? Hell yeah! Because yeah. I'm a Libra rising, too. Or no, that's Aquarius. You're a Libra rising, Libra sun. Yeah, Libra rising, Libra sun. Yeah, oh, and wow. you're Aquarius. What's a Libra? Yeah, she's so much Libra. My mom's a triple Libra. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. She must be very sensitive. <laughs> no, wait, no. She's a double Libra. Yeah. She's a Leo... And then interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So you have a birthday coming up, though. I do. Cool. Yeah. When's well, your birthday? It's October sixteenth, mm. and actually, I'm planning a music video on my birthday. That's so amazing. I figure kill two birds with one stone. This is the practical, like I guess, tourist side of me. I'm like, okay, we'll have the music video because it's a party scene, and it will also be my birthday. So free booze. Okay, boom. Cool. Can we come? Yeah, <laughs> dude. You're definitely both invited. <laughs> well, I actually talk about your birthday next. Oh my god, yes. Okay. Some important dates for you are in on the new moon in Libra on September 28th. It's a door opening to your whole life, so make important actions in the coming 10 days after that. There's also Venus in your sign bringing you money and beauty and love from September 14th to October 8th, which is that's so soon. Wow. Mars, planet of power and drive, shows you'll be working very hard to make big things happen from October 4th until November 19th. Use that power wisely because it won't return for two years. Wow. Last, your birthday is on October 16th, as you were saying, but there is a full moon on October 13th. It means that technically your birthday this year falls near a full moon, signaling that the coming year starting on that day will bring you big achievements, culminations, and rewards for the hard work you've been doing over the last several years. So all of the good things are happening Oh my now. gosh, this is so positive. Yeah. Wait, do you ever get people on here and you're just like, meh? Not much going on for you, man. <laughs> no, because, I mean, there's, it may not necessarily be the things that they want. So, right. for instance, yeah. you know, if they're doing a lot of development in uh, their home life or right. their, yeah. you know, or there's like a big focus on, you know, studying and academics or travel, you know, they may be like, but where's love? And I'm like, love is not here right now. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, and actually, for instance, you know, on, I have people on Instagram that uh, every week when I do my uh, show that's broadcast to the 5 million people on Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily, I uh, give opportunity to people to just ask me questions and I will answer them and that's fine. And I love to, you know, I really want to engage with people and, and really kind of be here as a resource. And I've been having a lot of Libras that are like, where's the love? Why can't I find someone right now? And there's right now, it is not about that. Yeah. It's not. It's about you guys. There's a lot of big things that are behind the scenes for you right now that you're planning and you're building and, you know, even, you know, healing, you know, and, and karma is a big energy for you guys right now too. So depending on uh, how you've been living your life for your whole life so far and, you know, in your relationships, in your work, in everything, it is, uh, if you've done really, really well, it's going to bring you peace and happiness and rewards. For instance... Look what just happened to Sam. You know, you've been you've been busting your ass. And even though you were afraid and didn't know what was gonna be happening with it, you you the reason it's manifesting now when all this energy is in your twelfth house is because it's gonna launch you even bigger for the next year with the, those other things. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> you know, but had you not, then you wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. That's it, and that's the big part of it, you know. And so right. for instance, with you, like you're working on your uh, your album, you're working on all that kind of stuff. It's about putting ready. the work in first. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what you say so often to people. So they're like, so, I'll get a new job now or I'll fall in love now. And it's like, well, you could if you have put into work before. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and yet, like, you know, but granted, love and those things are really coming to you guys. Like, are you currently seeing someone? Yes. Yes. Okay. So he's a Taurus. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, and for him right now, it's all about love. You know, all of this love energy, and right now you guys are kind of like you're building, you know, your path, and but also it also it's the love energy for you too because you're towards rising, right? So you really align with that. That's actually really sweet, but you know, yeah, I mean, I think that it's important to you know put in the work. And for instance, even example is you know, for, for all the Taurus, you know, there's this, these openings in love, and yes, sometimes you know, I go out, you know, it's like I go out there and like things will fall in my lap, and I'll be like, oh, great, you know, people are coming to me, and that's that's great, and that's sweet. Uh, but if I'm not going to follow up with it, well, then how am I ever going to find true love or right. a husband or something? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not going to be, you know, if I'm just expecting it. It's not that, magic. 
Yeah, it, yeah. Astrology is definitely not magic. It's it's timing and strategy and understanding the rhythms and motion of of life. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to see all the things that are going to be coming to you next. Um, the last part of our show is our game of Bang, Mary Kill. So I don't know if you're familiar. I have played this. Great. It's my mm. turn this week, right, Carl? Or is it your turn? Yeah, great. Okay, so James Marsden. <laughs> There's James. Cyclops. Yes. Oh, he's so hot. Um, I saw him, actually, at um, the Arclight. I've inter- I interviewed him before and I was very nervous, but he was he was very charming. He was my course. first celebrity spotting when I moved to LA, and I saw him and I was like, oh my god. So we have him, uh, Keanu Reeves, which I mean we all know who Keanu Reeves is, yeah. of course, and Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, curveball hit Kyle's face. I love Adam Sandler. I do too. I know somebody who works for them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Heavy Medicine. Gosh, they used to make good movies. Um, anyways, uh, would our guests like to go first? So we have James, Keanu, and Adam. Okay. Um, okay, so hmm. I think I'd marry Adam mm-hmm. because I need to be like made to laugh Yes. all the time. Me too. Um, I guess, uh, what's the first guy's name? James Marsden. I, I, I'd probably just kill him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> and um, Keanu Reeves, I mean, I guess we're going to bang. Yeah. I think he'd be a good a good bang. Uh, Kyle? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I mean, loved like the X-Men movies, and I loved him in Superman Returns, even though everyone hated that movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would definitely marry... James Marsden because yeah he just seems like I like he, he seems like a good dad and like mm-hmm. you know like I saw him with his kid you know That's and he lovely. was like they were buying popcorn and I feel a little it, bad about it, killing him now but no, it's okay someone always has to die so I just had to kill him yeah last week's uh, Bang Mary Kill was the hardest one we've done though really that was yeah, yeah. it was Nick Jonas who else was it Chris Pine, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy yeah that one was hard yeah that is hard that I know I felt difficult. so proud I was like win <laughs> and people were even like debating it like on my Facebook and everything they were like I just I don't know just not possible and I was like bitches it's the game um alright so yeah so I'm gonna marry James Marsden and uh we will have our little Shiva and buy our houses all over the world and have lots of sex and be happy. And I should probably also mention that I marry Adam Sandler because also I'm like predominantly attracted to Jewish men. And oh that's yeah, like my... good choice. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are the same person. <laughs> really? <laughs> She's the same. Yes. I think maybe it's an Ohio thing because like there's not that many of them there. Yeah, and I am Jewish, so that probably helps. But I've been like my whole life. I was like, mom, dad, like no, I only like men that look like they were like Nazis back in the day, basically. <laughs> They really liked that. <laughs> she, no, it's so funny because she always, um, she's always telling me, she's like, no, you're going to end up with like a Jewish dude. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> I mean, if I did, it would be a problem. But like, it's just because I was dating that Scorpio dude. He didn't count. He yeah, I know. Because gross. He, he was <laughs> but His personality was really gross. Yeah. But he anyways. Was anyways. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, sorry. Sorry. I'm, uh, yeah, marrying James Marsden. Then I'm going to... I've never liked Adam Sandler, ever. I mean, sure he's nice, but I just I nothing about him is ever the music and comedy things. Yeah, yeah I love that. No, I'm celebrate Hanukkah. But Keanu Reeves, I mean, I'm so not attracted to him either. But you know what? Uh, I guess. If I had to pity fuck someone, I'd pity fuck him. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. Oh I mean, it's a three, the three of them. I'm only attracted to James. Okay. Wait, is Keanu straight? Yeah. yeah. He is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, Keanu Reeves. You think he's gay? I kind of feel, I don't know. I always wondered this. I think he's very spiritual. I could see him being, like, sexually fluid. I, but would, I could, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Maybe. You could say him, like, being like, Yeah, spiritual. I don't, like, think that, I mean, like, maybe he's, like, tried something in the past. But I would marry Keanu because he's actually, like, if you Google him, he is one of the kindest, most generous people in Hollywood and that no one even really knows. Like, 
there's all these stories randomly. He, he takes the subway in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, he, oh, he wants to be a real that. person, I and he's, that. like, constantly giving up a seat for women. And everyone's like, is that Keanu Reeves? Like, why is he on the subway? And, yeah, I've read that, too. That's yeah, cool. and, like, he's so kind to everybody that he works with, and he's mm-hmm. just literally, like, an angel. So I'm going to marry him. Um, I'm going to bang James Marsden because obviously. And I know I'm going to kill, I love Adam Sandler. I want him to be his best friend. Like I want him to be my fun uncle or my brother, but in this situation, um, he's, he's got to go. So I know he, he's also married. So I exactly. Guess, yeah. Well, you know, we don't, we don't care about those people in this game. Well, this has been so, so much fun. And for you, tell us about your upcoming shows, your album, like where can everyone find mm-hmm. you? I just did like a spree of shows. So I'm like kind of um, putting that on hold right now mm-hmm. um, because it was really like taking a toll on my recording time and all of that. So I'm really, really focused on getting all 11 songs of my album done. Cool. And even possibly considering not doing all 11 and just releasing it a little early with like eight or something. Um, just because I'm really anxious to get it out. It's been a long time coming. I love it when artists do that, honestly. Yeah, it's just, I mean, people don't really listen to full albums anymore anyway. Um, but I'm going to be putting out a few singles very soon. Love it. And um, I'm going to be showing a few of the singles to um, Warner Records. Um, I have a contact there. And it's going to be like the first time I show some things to like a big label with a very strong contact so wait when are you doing that though um i want to say like within the next two weeks hold on let me pick it for you (laughs) Uh, yes yeah make sure it's a good time yeah you gotta plan these things yes um so your new album that's very exciting where did that title name come from so raised on porn uh good question i think i was just thinking a lot about um being a millennial and uh, growing up, you know, some of my first like introductions to like what sex is was like people on AIM just being like, "Oh yeah, this is a link to porn," and would be like, "Thanks, like my seventh grade <laughs> friend, like mm-hmm. thanks for sending me that." Um, and just like you know, what we've grown up experiencing—not just actual pornography, but um, you know, like overtly sexual images in the media and all that kind of things and how it plays into our psyche. And, um, also just like how I feel like a lot of women are still kind of out of touch with their sexuality because, um, you know, they're afraid to explore it or there's a lot of shame in society still, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I, I want to break through with those conversations. Um, and you know, I have a song called drunk text and it's, very like overtly sexual um and i think that's you know it's not as common as it should be for women because i think that women should be exploring their sexuality and and saying the things that they want to say and you know one of the lines in drunk text is like where in the name of god is my booty call and like you know uh, where's my drunk text not even hey my penis is erect um you know crazy stuff like that and wow, okay. you know because I, I think that women crave sex as much as men but it you know it's it's not as open totally cool and, and that bothers me so, well yeah. all right what are these dates looking like yeah so i mean technically the best date here is that is the 28th september 28th for you because uh, Venus is linked to surprise opportunities with, with Jupiter, which is like luck and, and miracles. Oh my gosh. But that's a Saturday. That's what I need. I need a miracle. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's a new moon. So, and it's in a new moon in your sign. So it's a Saturday though. So I don't know if you, I mean, you could send the email mm-hmm. on that day. Um, or if you, if it's, she's written to me on a weekend before. So I think. It okay. If, if you send it, yeah, don't do it before that though. Okay. Um, and then if you can actually meet with her on the first Okay. Uh, the 30th or the 31st, 30th is okay. First is probably a little bit better. Okay. Uh, because Venus, which is your ruler, is in alignment with Pluto. Uh, or not in alignment, it's actually in a sharper angle with Pluto. But Pluto rules like very powerful people. Uh, it can be, it's just like very powerful, intense, big corporations, things like that as well. Uh, it's actually, let me look this up right here. I'm thinking that should be fine. Because... With that and it says your ruler in that alignment there. Let me see. Um <coughs> could be a little bit hard. Um yeah, try for the thirtieth. Okay. Don't do the first. Okay. Right. I'm on it. Cool. Well, uh, where can everyone find you on social media? 
Okay. Um, basically, follow me on Instagram. It's at Madeline Rosine. My Twitter's at Madeline Rosine with an underscore in between. Um, I'm really trying to grow my YouTube channel right now. Um, so just type in my name, Madeline Rosine. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for um, having me. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, don't forget to follow us at Astrokiki Radio on Instagram as well and leave those reviews. Um, rate, review, subscribe to that really helps us. But uh, we really want to bring you guys into this process. So like I said, we'll be reading another review next week. And at the end of the month, we'll be picking one special reviewer for a mini reading from Kyle. Absolutely. And I am Kyle Thomas, pop culture astrologer. You can follow me on Instagram at M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S, Mr. Kyle Thomas. Uh, also, check out my website, kylethomasastrology.com, because I've been releasing a lot of new content, monthly horoscopes, uh, compatibility of the signs, all sorts of exciting things there, as well as giving uh, personal readings. So you can always hire me to look into your love life, into your compatibility, into your key dates, and all of those things that you, if you have important things you want to plan, and we all have important things we want success on our side, so definitely connect with me there. And then also shout out to our partners, Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram and the Left of Straight Network. We love you. Scott is a badass and we miss you and can't wait to see you soon. Yes. And so. wait, there's one more thing I want to bring yeah. up is our uh, some of our Zodiac gear that we've been getting. Oh, absolutely great. Yes. So um, their handle. So there's this amazing company. It's Zodiac. Zodiac Supply. Zodiac Supply. Um, and we just got, I got the cutest Libra hat. Um, I got a t-shirt that is like the Friends logo. Um, but I haven't seen it. But it says Libra. I just got it the oh, other day. So and um, I'm getting a hoodie soon. And uh, Kyle has some really great stuff mm -hmm. as well. Um, yeah, I got a cosmic shirt. And it's just so, I love it because like I wore it out on Friday. And I was like, bitches, I'm cosmic. And people were like loving it. Because like, it's so my personality. I'm, I'm a lot. <laughs> so uh, I loved that. And then also I have a shirt that says astrology. And then uh, there's a, a hoodie that has a sort of astrology too. So yes. they're just cute. They're, and we'll be posting um, all about it on our Insta soon. But you can <laughs> find them on Instagram at Zodiac. So, oops. Let me just double check this, I believe. And we mm -hmm. both, we have codes um, mm -hmm. for 10% off. But yeah, it's uh, at Zodiac Supply. Come. What is it? Zodiac Supply Com. Zodiac Supply Com. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, you can find them on Instagram. Their website is linked, and you guys can get 10% off if you want. Kyle and I both have codes. Mm -hmm. Mine is SamD43, and Kyle's is... Horoscopes. Yes. So if you guys want anything, 10% off, make sure to check them out. And mm -hmm. thank you again. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology.